Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Monthly expenses, your fixed expenses, and keep about six months worth of, worth of expenses. The reason why that's been uh, advised is if you happen to have an emergency, if you happen to have 
uh, job law. You know, typically within six months or sooner, you could find another occupation or another way to generate revenue, but keep six months worth of, worth of expenses. If you keep any more than that and you don't have that money invested, you're not getting a return on your money. And obviously, you know, banks do not pay a whole lot of return on the money that's in there. Um, the next bit of advice I would like to share with you would be um, don't waste money. Um, to this day, I walk through the house, I cut off lights. Um, I just make sure that we just don't don't waste money. Um, I, I go around and make sure uh, the temperatures at a certain amount. Um, you know, my wife kind of laughs at me, you know, I, I say, you know, are we do we have every light on the house on and we joke about it. But, you know, we all work really hard for our money and there's no use simply wasting wasting that money. Um, number the next the next bit of advice I would like to share with you is do not spend money based on emotion. So there's a lot of times that we feel like, oh, well, we've worked hard. We deserve this, that we deserve to purchase this or we're upset or, you know, we're extremely happy. You know, try not to purchase things on emotion, which is really tough to do because I know I make emotional purchases. Uh, the next bit of advice I would like to share with you is do your deal, uh, do your due diligence on your investment, on your investments. Not every investment is a, is a good investment. Um, the next thing I would like to share with you is, you know, be sure you're making long term decisions. I normally think about the decisions I make, how it's going to affect me, but how it's going to affect my my children and then my children's children. So I'm looking at least two generations down. A strategy that I did, which I've shared with people, is I took my family and turned it into an S corporation. That S corporation houses all of my investments outside of the auto industry. I currently um, am invested or partnered in about 30 different businesses besides the auto industry. And uh, that, that number, it's about 30. I think if you take in the auto industry, it's actually 30, so it's 25. But though all the businesses roll into S Corporation, my wife is part of that S Corporation. My two children are a part of our our business and, and are on payroll, and that's a tax strategy. Um, and that's looking generations down. That's an entity that I could turn over to my children if they deserve it, or I can dissolve it um, anytime I choose to do so. Um, never next next one would be never carry a credit card balance. Those credit card balances are very high fees. Make sure that you're looking and seeing what fees you're paying across um, any type of debt that you have. Uh, the credit card fees and, and rates that they charge are extremely high. So never carry a balance on those. Uh, not unless you'd happen to have an introductory at 0%. And I still don't necessarily suggest that because you're, you're still have that debt to pay off. Um, and unfortunately, I've seen, I advise a lot of our staff and team members where uh, the credit cards simply get them in, you know, simply get them in trouble because of the ease and they don't look and, and check their balances, which that's another bit of advice is every day, check your balances, not only check your checking account balances, but check your balances on your credit cards if that's what you choose to do. And you should know every single day where you're at, that way it doesn't get out of control. I mean, how many times do we have a tough, uh, have a, a, a tough month or um, we invest and then we start looking at our credit card and we've been paying in a recurring expense for something that we haven't used in months. So be sure if you look at those accounts and see those transactions every single day, 
um, you'll, you'll see charges that you can go and, and, and eliminate, um, which anytime you auto roll in something, I mean, they, they could really, really, really add up. Um, never put all your money in, in one bank account. So never just have simply one bank account. I have, um, I have relationships with, with multiple banks, but I have about three different bank accounts with different banks. Uh, one of them is one that I use all the time as incoming, outcoming. One is in our S corporation. And then I have a third one that's kind of emergency fund. And if you had the different bank accounts, and if you just look at the one, look at bank number one or credit union number one, which I am members of credit unions, and um, that is an excellent place uh, to do business at in your area. So I have the one that I use all the time. Then the other two are, are kind of one of them's for emergency. But, you know, it's just a way to, to, to nestle away some money. Um, never spend more than you can afford. So, again, I talked about this earlier, uh, especially in the auto industry where our pay does vary. Live your month, live your life based on your worst performing month, not your best month. Um, and um, there's people that I advise and help that work for us that, you know, if they make $100,000 a year, they're going to pull their lifestyle up to $100,000 a year. If they make $150,000 a year, they're going to pull their lifestyle. If they make 36000 they just live to the, the lifestyle. They just increase their lifestyle based on how much they make. And then if you have a bad month or if you happen to have a bad quarter, it really puts you behind. Um you know, never spend money to impress other people. Um, it, it may feel good for a little bit, but uh, once you still have that debt afterwards, you know, you still have to deal with servicing that debt. So, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, people that uh, buy things in order just to impress other people. And uh, we've all made that made that mistake, you know, um, in, our, in our lives typically. And it typically comes with... Uh, early in your age when you, you know, especially with the world of social media and Instagram and et cetera. So um, don't make the mistake of just trying to buy designer stuff to impress other people. Um, if you look at investments or look at opportunities, make sure that the, that the reward outweighs the risk. So I go and, and I've shared this with other people. When I meet people in other industries, I simply listen to what they do ask how what businesses they're involved in get to know them on a personal level and then what i'll say especially if they're successful is hey if there's any opportunities like i've said this to brian hess and brian and i are working on a couple of projects together uh currently and there's no doubt he and i are going to be partners or do business together there's no doubt about it so i simply hey brian if there's any opportunities where you know you would take on an investor or a partner or any type of collaborations please keep me in mind and that one simple statement, based on the people that I have the same values with and the people that are successful, that one simple statement, once I, really, once I decide that's someone that I could do business with and that we have the same values, same work ethic, um, I say that one statement, and you would not believe how many people have called me back and said, hey, Scott, I got an opportunity. You want to sit and listen to it. And what I do is I look at the individual. I look at the opportunity, I look at the risk, I look at the reward, and I rank them. And I may put Brian Hess, number one, this is his opportunity, and then there's a number two, then a number three, then a number four, then a number five, then a number six, and I rank them. 
So Brian Hess would take the top priority. So when I build up cash from my other businesses, I will take that money and I will put it toward Brian Hess's opportunity. And then I just pull everybody up. And then as I meet and rank people and look at opportunities, I rank those opportunities. And I do take a look at risk versus reward. Um, always treat every income source as though you work for it. So if, if that you specifically work for it. So if I have an investment, um, a rental property or whatever the case may be, and I have income coming from that, I don't just say, well, you know, I can, I can spend that money. I could squander that money or, or buy something, um, blow that money because I didn't necessarily work for it. Uh, also a strategy that I suggest is, is, and this is something Ryan Stuman teaches is, is don't, don't work for the same dollar twice. So if I invest something in a business and PFIT franchises, I, I'm in the auto industry. That's what I know. So I know the auto industry. I work for a fantastic company. When I invest in other companies, I may have some input on it, but I don't need a second job. I don't need a third job. I don't need a fourth job. I have a full-time uh, job running five car dealerships. So I never want to work for the same dollar uh, twice is a strategy that I would share with you. Uh, one thing that I talked about earlier is be sure to update your budget monthly. Make sure that just because you set your budget at the beginning, things change. I mean, how many times has something happened that we didn't anticipate happening? I mentioned this earlier, check your balances daily. Also have a tax strategy. You know, I've shared with y'all um, S corporations and different tax strategies that I've learned from other people but you most definitely have to have a tax strategy. I, I want to make as much money as I possibly can, ethically, morally, and I want to pay the least amount of taxes. That way, if I decide to help out Richard and these children, or if I help, if I help out Fishburne Military School here in our local area, and I send children that, that need help to a military school, then that's a choice. I can allocate those dollars wherever I want them to go instead of allowing the government to to dictate where that where that money goes um, more advanced would be never rely on just one source of income so you know the average millionaire quote unquote has seven streams of income you know again i'm going to focus on the auto industry i'm going to take the money i make in the auto industry i'm going to invest it in other things that does not require my time that gives me back a source of cash flow back to me. Um, and let's see. The last but not least, if an opportunity sounds too good to be true, it typically is. Just, you know, common sense uh, will take you a really long way. Have I missed out on some opportunities? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have some Bitcoin and I know that it's a, it's a great way to, invest but i simply don't know a whole lot about it i'm a little late on the nft game but i'm learning but i you know i most definitely want to use strategies that are more conservative that are more guaranteed and that's no disrespect to those i just simply don't know a whole lot about them so this morning i've just talked about just bullet points and money advice and would anybody else like to share or have any questions about anything that i went over this morning, and if somebody help me, if somebody would mic, if you would mic flash, I'll call on you, and I would be glad if you would like to share anything I talked about, 
Monica, go right ahead, and I'm going to work my way down as you speak. And anybody have any questions about anything I went over or any shares relevant to that topic, I would love to call on you. But Monica, go ahead. Good morning, champion, and good morning, champions in the room. Scott, I cannot tell you how valuable this content is for people. These are principles that if the young folks in this room would listen to, and employ right now, right now, today, I don't care how small it is, move in that direction. This is life-changing information right here. These are principles that either get passed down from family to family member or they do not. And it's vital that you create that cycle of passing this information down to your children now that you have it. Scott, I just want to edify you. Sir, you are such an amazing contributor to this room, this community, this app, and this world. And I'm so, so grateful to know you. That's my share. I'm Monica, and I'm done. Oh, Monica, thank you so very much. I sincerely appreciate that. Thank you. Brian, go right ahead, my friend. And thank you for donating to the children, brother. I, you're, you're, you're a champion, man. Love you, man. A anytime, yeah, brother. Brian. Any, anytime, brother. Happy to help and uh, honored to be part of it, man. Uh, yeah, I was just going to add, man, you know, there, number one, uh, I echo what Monica said. The information is so important. You know, I, I grew up in a similar situation to you, Scott, where, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of financial advice uh, available. And I would just encourage people, you know, we all work so hard to earn. And, you know, when we don't know what to do with money, uh, we have to figure that out. And so getting tips from people like Scott, uh, go out on YouTube and listen to anything that you can from people that um, have the knowledge. You know, uh, one of the things that I've been doing recently that I would encourage all of you to do is go listen to the Berkshire Hathaway uh, shareholder meetings. They are on YouTube for free, hours and hours of listening to Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger talk about how they acquire businesses, what they invest into and why. Uh, and one of the things that I wanted to share this morning that I was thinking about the whole time you were talking, man, is like Warren Buffett said something along the lines of this. He said, if you only had 20 companies to invest in in your entire life, like if you only had the opportunity to invest in 20, as you said, Scott, I say no to a lot of things very much in line with what Buffett says, you know, the more that you say no to, the more that you're going to get it right when you do move your money to somewhere. And so whether that's your personal money that you're investing into someplace or who you're trusting to advise you with, be careful. Uh, you know, keeping your money is always better than losing it. You know, keeping it and not earning on it is always. Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. It's better than losing it. And so I know that a lot of people out there are going to put things in front of you that might seem attractive, that might seem like they're the right thing. But uh, being, you know, being too conservative is way better than uh, the alternative because I've seen a lot of my friends, man, invest in things that didn't work out. And that's uh, those are tragic scenarios. So just be careful and be conservative. And, you know, that's a relative definition to everybody. You know, you can be a little more risky uh, based on your scenario, your age, a lot of different things. But 
um, educate yourself and then, you know, be careful where you put your money. Right. That's fantastic advice. And, you know, like you said, if you had that gut feeling, you know, it's better to be more on the conservative side. I, I couldn't agree with you more in education. A lot of things I've learned, I've learned right off YouTube. I mean, I've literally sit and get around the Grant Cardones and people like that that are uh, mentors to me. And I, and I sit and listen and I research and, uh, I, I, you know, not unless I'm in the mood, I very rarely listen to music. I'm always listening to either podcasts or clubhouse or trying to learn from somebody else. And I'm constantly trying to learn um, and get surrounded, by, get surrounded by people that are further along than me that can teach me. So who else would like to share this morning? What we talked about this morning, we talked about money. Go, hey, go Scott. Ahead. I this is Ramon Scott. Scott. Just so you know, Scott, there's uh, Naida and Ify Epo Newgate as well. Just so you have two more people. Go ahead, Scott. Floor is yours. Thank you. Thank you. Go right ahead. Ladies first. Thanks so much. All right, Naida. Naida, go for it. Naida, go for it. Thank you, Ramon, for spotting that. Um, Can you guys hear me? Because I'm getting a bar. We can hear you. Okay. Scott, could you could you explain two things to me? One was the S Corp and how you, if I have an LLC, can I, can I move my current LLC under a new S Corp? And also, can you talk about the not making money twice the same way twice? I, I miss, I miss the, I miss that. Thank sure. you. Sure. Sure. So my, my S Corporation is a, is an entity that is my family. So we run our family like a business. So my wife's on the payroll, my children are on payroll. We do that as a tax strategy. But all these businesses that we're partnerships in are in different LLCs that feed up to the S corporation. And the reason why we do that is, is we can put, you know, expenses, travel expenses toward the S corporation. Like we can write off part of our house. We can write off, there's all sorts of strategies you can use called the Augusta rule, and also, if you're going to give your children money anyway, like instead of giving them money, I could actually put it in a IRA form that starts their investments, or I could put that money aside in a savings account for them. So really, the S corporation that I formed, which I learned from a very smart uh, advisor, uh, just houses all of my LLCs. So each investment that I have is in an individual LLC. So I don't cross collateralize. And if we happen to ever get sued, it's, it's, it's protection. And the S corporation uh, feeds that. The concept of that Ryan Stuman shares with a lot of people, which I'm in the apex group is never work for the same dollar twice. So if I'm in the auto industry and if I invest with, if Brian and I uh, form a company and partner together, Brian Hess and I, we're going to have someone run that company that's going to report to us, but I'm not going to have a daily function in that company. I'm not going to work for that same dollar that I worked in the auto industry twice. I'm not going to work for it when I partner up with, with, with Brian. Now, will we have meetings and et cetera? Yeah, but I'm not going to have a role day to day. Uh, there's people that want me involved in businesses, but they want me to work in that business. Well, I have a job. I, have, I, I run five car dealerships. I'm extremely busy. So I want to invest in things that are passive, that don't require a lot of my time and effort because I don't want two jobs. The whole point of, of not working for that same dollar twice is to invest 
and have cash flow come back to me within my S corporation. And I have a full function entity that I could pass down to my children. And I'm educating them on financial literacy. Ladies and gentlemen, teach your children about money. TikTok, Instagram, they're teaching them how to blow money. You know, everybody wants a designer stuff and designer so they can impress their friends. You have to teach these children financial literacy, which we have meetings in our family about what we're doing. Our children know exactly what we're involved in and what I do. And they also know that if they don't perform in school and they're not good people, I'm not going to leave them any of what we built. I'll give it all to charity. So, um, so did you yeah, call that, that the Augusta rule? Yeah, it's called the, just Google the Augusta rule. Thank it's you. where, it's where you can, these are kind of, these are kind of complex strategies. Just, um, Google b benefits of an S corporation. Um, and then Google the Augusta rule, and then you'll see it explained. Do you have anybody that advises you right now? Do you have an accountant or anybody that advises you now? I do not. I'm looking for one in Virginia as well. No. Okay. Well, well, I'm in, I'm in Virginia. Um, I've got an accountant. I've got, you know, depending on where, where your ad is someone I could suggest you go visit. I'll be a little busy today, obviously with, with uh, black Friday in the auto industry, but if you send me a message, um, I would be glad to, uh, help you. I'll probably be beginning of next week, connect you with the right people. Okay. Thank you. I will do that. Thanks Scott. A absolutely. Hey, thank you for your question. We appreciate you. Ramon, thank you for helping with this. Who's next brother? Yeah, somebody said ladies first. Whoever said this ladies first? Yes. Now, I'm, I'm right Your next turn. to you, Ramon. Go if he, uh, who's, who's saying that? Right next to you, right in the same room. Your role. name, just tell us your name, tell us your name. Okay, my name's Evac Benuma. Evac, the floor is yours, go. Okay, thank you. Scott, I appreciate the share. Um, Ram, I think we were in a group together a few days ago, and hey, you got two Efe's, Efe in UK and Efe in the United States. Um, Ife brought me up on the stage. Hopefully, we, her and I can collab. She's currently on the phone right now. But, yo, two Efe's, just like I like two Heineken. And do you have a question for Scott? Do you have a question yeah, for yeah, Scott? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I had pretty much more, more of a share. Scott, I, I already tapped in with you um, via, via um, IGDM chat because I'm in follow jail. I just wanted to say I'm crafting my own um, Black Friday special because I'm a consultant. I've been it. I've been in the entertainment entrepreneur space for ten plus years, and I'm finally figuring it out. Um, Scott, um, I definitely just you just broke down the S corp situation so perfectly because I'm gonna have to set up my own umbrella. Um, Scott, if you need marketing and promo, I'm I'm your guy. And um, thank you so much for this for this room and this space. Um, I'm definitely gonna tap in more. Um, thank you so much. And I actually used to live in Texas for six years. I, I lived in Lubbock, Texas, because my dad has a PhD from Texas Tech University. And then he did his postgrad in Arlington, Texas, University of Texas at Arlington. So if anybody just reads my bio, yes, my bio has a little bit of satire and comedy, but everything in that bio is currently what I do. I'm in the entertainment space. I want to. Hey, Ethan. Ethan, yeah. no, I just no, want to no. say thank you so much. But we want to say we only got three minutes. If Scott, if you don't mind me jumping okay. in, yeah, let's yeah, yeah. somebody else. Great, somebody else. Liddy, Liddy, the floor is yours. Liddy, ask Scott Simon a question. Liddy, the floor is yours. Thank you, thank you so much, Ramon. Thank you so much, uh, Scott, for uh, that presentation. And I have a question. I am a, a new business owner. I do coaching for parents. And some, and I have to do expensive. So my question is, what is the non-negotiable 
uh, expenses, you know, some, something that you have to do and you cannot uh, uh, negotiate because sometimes for me, everything is so important and I, I spend. So I have Sophia, I know you know Sophia, she's helping me with uh, my accounting. She's making sure that all my books are clean. So thank you, Sophia, you are amazing. And she's telling me, Lizzie, be careful, be careful. And I'm like, oh, they're all like, important. So what is the non-negotiable expenses? Okay. Um, this is what I would suggest to anybody, especially when I first started. This is how my dad explained it to me. If you don't need it to survive, don't buy it until, until I build up some, some money. Um, you know, obviously you need a home, obviously you need transportation. And, but my first priority, my first job out of college, I made $28,000 a year and I maxed out my 401k. And I maxed out my 401k and I lived on a couch in Charlottesville, Virginia. I didn't even have my own bedroom, but I have maxed out my 401k and my wife has maxed out her 401k ever since we were eligible. My wife left her job after 20 some years, 20, 20 plus, and now she works for our family business, S Corporation. She left it, you know, I think officially within the last year, but two years ago. Okay. When we transferred her money from her company, to, to where we house all of our money. She had over a million dollars in her 401k. I showed her the statement. She couldn't believe it. She could not believe it. And I looked at her and smiled and I said, aren't you glad you maxed out your 401k? So the whole point would be, make sure that you're saving your money at an early age because compounding interest is your friend. If you could get a 12% return on your money, you you will double that money every seven years. And if you continue to put in money in that retirement savings, it will grow. And guess what? If I max out that 401k, I have to earn more income in order to take the place of the money that I put in the 401k. Now, if you don't work for somebody, if you work for yourself, which a lot of people do, then there's IRAs you can invest in. And, you know, these are things that I, I've self, self-taught. These are things that I've done research on. I'm not a financial planner. I have zero certifications to give you advice, but I was born, you know, with a dad, mom that showed and taught me financial literacy. I, they grew up, you know, very, very poor and taught me how to save money. And uh, now at this point in my life, it's it's kind of a game. It's like playing Monopoly. It's it's, it's a fun game to play and I enjoy it. I like, uh, I would share this with people the other day. I was sitting in a credit union parking lot just within the last 10 days, literally wanting to puke because I had just wired quite a bit of money to a couple of investments. And I looked in the rear view mirror, looked myself in the eyes and I said, why do I keep doing this to myself? Why do I put all the stress on myself? I could live a very good life, but it's just the way that, um, you know, I'm wired. It's the way that, um, you know, I've worked, you know, our, our family has been very fortunate, but we've worked very hard to get to where we are. But I would say, I would give you this advice, have a plan, have a budget, have a plan, that's where you start. If you're just on coming up, if you need it to survive, you buy it. If you simply don't need it to survive, then don't buy it. And I hope I answered your question, but I don't wanna go over on time. Brian Hess and I are messaging each other in the background. We're gonna do another room like this because I've got, I don't know how many messages I got through Instagram and messages here. And uh, we, we'll announce it and we'll just answer questions for people. We'll serve. And that's the reason why I show up here is I, I don't have anything to sell you. Um, I just show up here to serve. 
not that there's anything wrong with that. And maybe in the future, I will transition over to where um, I'll, I'll give people more advice uh, on a consistent basis. But I missed everybody being in here. And uh, this is a real honor to be in here with these amazing people. And I hope you had value out of my segment. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.